I was asked to workshop a scripted reality show pilot last week with actors, a sort of send-up on actors in an acting conservatory setting. My job was to help the actors connect and relate to their characters and the other cast members in the project. You know what? At first, I wasn't completely sure how I was going to take on such a task. It needed to look and feel natural for the talent, and yet was surrounded by scripted elements. I finally figured it out. A skill that every actor can really use no matter what. We're going to look at this often underused technique that can make surprising impacts on your acting. Improvise and realize on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast Insights for Actors from a Casting Director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. I'm a casting partner with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. Looking forward to sharing with you about improvising. And we're calling this Improvise and Realize because it's really amazing how many... uh, interesting choices can be had when you decide to improvise a scene just to make some interesting discoveries. At least, I hope that's the case. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you for tuning into Casting Actors Cast. I am thrilled to share with you that we are over... 100,000 downloads of the podcast. I couldn't be more grateful. If you haven't done so already, please take a look at the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. There you're going to find some show notes called Jeff's Jots, and those are notes that correspond to each of the episodes. Um, and it's a lot of fun because you can print those out. They're a PDF. You can take a look at them as you listen to the episode kind of a cheat sheet, or really healthy and useful, I think, at least, reminders of some of the things that we talk about on the podcast. So you can help yourself to that. Now, on the landing page, when you go to the website, there's a form that says dive into the talent pool. And when you do that, it opens up a new screen. And in that new screen, you can find freebies. A freebie number one would be a book that I wrote on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio. The Voice of a Workshop for Professional Actors. This is a 100-page workshop manual that you could find really helpful preparing material and really giving you some insight into the world of doing voiceover work. The next offering, that's absolutely free, is a video that I put together. It's a 20-minute video called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. But I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video. The reason I'm doing all of this is I'm just trying to continue to share information to like-minded individuals, actors out there, who can really get some support, can feel more confident and more comfortable with their work. I was an actor for 20 years, and believe me, this is the kind of information I wish I had when I started my acting journey. Anyway, let's jump into the subject as hand, shall we? We're going to talk about the art, because there's no other way to say it, the art of improvisation. But I think the best 
launching point for us today is to define what improvisation is. Now, you might be familiar with improvisation. Perhaps you've had an acting class, or perhaps in your college training, Acting 101, you learned about improvisation. But there are some other additional definitions that you might find useful. Now, in improvisation, sometimes it's you uh, by yourself, or sometimes it's you with another actor. But what does it really mean? Well, I can define what I believe improvisation is. And by the way, I am not an improv expert by any means. So if all, some of you out there are improv experts and I get something wrong, please let me know. Uh, my email address, castingactorscast at gmail.com. <laughs> so you can go ahead and correct me and I will certainly make sure I provide the correct information. So I'm sort of flying by the seat of my pants a little bit here, but I think the point is an important one. So let's define it. I would consider improvisation to be spontaneous interactions from a character under special circumstances. Or you could say unplanned connections and reactions from the character you are playing. This is completely unscripted. And so by using those two working definitions, we can come up with some general rules for doing improvisation for your improv work. I think the rule that almost everybody understands universally universally, is that you cannot refuse or say no in an improv situation, any improv situation that you are given. For example, if actor A says to actor B, would you like to go out on a date? And actor B says no, then scene. <laughs> The scene is over. So instead of saying no, actor B has to say something along the lines of, well, what kind of a date did you have in mind? And so you see by staying in the conversation and keeping the conversation moving, you can come up with some interesting discoveries. The second rule, you must work within the circumstances and move toward the objective in the scene. When an improv is done correctly, you are not only given the characters you're playing, unless you are working on a character you already know about, but you're also given the circumstances of that particular scene. Two people stuck in an elevator, and the elevator suddenly stops. And you are a businessman, and you are a, 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 a business owner trying to look for a loan from the man that you are standing in the elevator with, and go. <laughs> so once you have the objective, once you have the circumstances, that sort of fleshes out. Now you have to continue to work within those circumstances. You can't suddenly dismiss any of those objectives that you've been given, or those circumstances for that matter. Okay, rule number three, and this is not really a rule as much as it is a suggestion as you're working on your improvisation, and that is it's important to connect emotionally, physically, and mentally with the character choices you make. In other words, everything that you do within the improvisation has to be filtered through the character you are playing. So it's not like you can immediately drop any of those character choices you've already decided for yourself and just kind of wing it. It really is filtering all of the decisions, all of the choices, mental, physical, and emotional, through the lens of the character. Uh, speaking of character, number four, stay in character. 
<laughs> I can't tell you how many times something so funny or spontaneous or surprising things are said in an improv and the other actor just can't keep it together. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to watch that, by the way. I have a good time when that happens. But you know what? In reality, it's a good habit to try to stay in character. How would your character react in this situation? And I guess you could argue that your character might crack up. <laughs> but that's kind of cheating in a way, because if you're playing the circumstances and it's truthful, maybe it would be a better choice not to find it funny and to react to the situation, which, of course, from an objective point of view, is funny anyway. Number five, the rule, talent is not allowed to end the scene. Now, this is different, by the way, if you're going to be doing an improv class. Um, sometimes the actors, it's incumbent upon the actors to go ahead and initiate kind of the beat, the final beat of the scene or the final moment of the scene. Um, that happens in performance improvisation, for example. Um, so this is not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you are structuring an improv scene for the benefit of developing and growing a character in a project you're in. Generally speaking, it is Talent is not allowed to decide the scene is over. It's usually done by the director or the person who is running the improv. So it's got to, the action, the intention has to continue moving until the director sees a logical conclusion or, or beat. Now let's just shift gears for just a moment and talk about what happens when you improvise. What happens to you when you improvise and realize? Realize meaning you discover. Number one, you're in a situation where you must connect to the partner while maintaining the character you are playing. That's a really great symbiosis, ooh, good word, between the two of you, if you're, it's you and another person. Maintaining your character and making connections with the other character really make for some interesting discoveries. Number two, boy, I can't think of a better way to train yourself to be a better listener than doing improv work. It sort of forces you to be spontaneous, but it forces you to listen very clearly, very fully to what's happening, and then making choices, processing what you're hearing into some kind of reaction. And, you know, you've heard this before, that acting is more than half listening. I kind of agree with that. But this is a great way to really train yourself to be a good listener, whether it's scripted material or not, whether you're doing a commercial or something else. When you improv, you are really keyed into your own good listening. Number three, what I love about the improv situation and what actors really get out of it is it helps to define real moments. And those moments can be filed away for your actor memory. Those moments of creativity that happen between you and the other character can be something you file away and you can use. You can use it when you're going back to more scripted type material, but you can really kind of gauge and take your own temperature. And, but I guess I said it already, cataloging those moments can really be an effective way to start developing more confidence in your acting. And if it's confident, it's absolutely much more interesting to watch, I can promise you. Number four, surprising and spontaneous qualities actually produce unexpected results. 
You see, when you're in an improv and you're fully engaged in that, there are all kinds of unexpected reactions that might take place. Something that you might not have expected, something that actually surprises you. And when that happens, that can really make a, an amazing connection for your character. Uh, I've said this before, is the thing that I would probably criticize, and I don't want to use the word criticize too harshly here, but the thing that I would evaluate a lot is whether or not any given scene, scripted or not, feels unexpected, feels like there are surprises. When the actor surprises themselves in a scene with a character choice that was not thought of, was not pre-planned, that becomes very exciting to see. So you see, as we move through some of these positive elements of why improv can be so useful, things like your objective, uh, the goal, subtext, all of the nuance that your characters can develop are key features when done well. So let's talk about when you improvise and realize what happens to you. The discovery of interesting choices become really, really clear. Number two, fear of the unexpected creates heightened awareness and specific energy. That's really appealing, I have to say. Number three, adds dimension and layers to your character and informs your relationships to the other in the scene. Number four, it removes your structural choices, provides creative confidence, and now you are in a better place for making interesting discoveries about the character you're playing when you're acting. And number five, guess what? It's just plain fun, isn't it? If you've done improv or you remember when you were in school and did improvisation, how much fun that was, it was not easy either. It can be really challenging to have to think on your feet, plus you're in front of other people, and it's really, there's a kind of a, uh, uh, there is some definite performance anxiety that goes on in an improv, and it's that dangerous quality of improvisation that actually makes it really fun. If you can embrace that, that is awesome. So you can find all kinds of amazing choices when you improvise. So finding spontaneity with your acting is critical for your professional life. You can use the tools of improvisation in every future role to great effect. More and more professional environments rely on and expect actors to have the ability to improvise and realize. So if you haven't thought of already something to do, especially during this trying time that we're in, consider taking an improv class, improvisation for commercials, or just learning the structure of an improvisational workshop can help you develop and grow into the actor that you want to be. Fun, creative, spontaneous, interesting. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Thanks for listening. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.